This is VC Projects Podcast, and today my guest is Stevie Kinchelow, who is an interdisciplinary artist, and she is collaborating with us in the current exhibition, Translations of Being Through Sight and Sound, excuse me, um, which incorporates the work of Shingu Fogg, um, fine art paintings, oil on canvas, and um, Shuka Afshar, who's a, the quantum soprano, um, who performed some art songs as well as arias, and accompanying Shuka was Anthony Cardella, the pianist. Um, I invited Stevie to also be a part of this collaboration and come in um, on her own, actually, and sort of spend time acknowledging Shane's paintings, acknowledging the space, the environment, the atmosphere, and kind of doing her own creative practice in exploring movement through her own expression and um, finding her own truth, acknowledging Shane's paintings and sort of resonating with them. And um, in the case of Stevie, she she, she did that and then she blindfolded herself and she had her own sort of, um, in my own words, like a psychic experience mm-hmm. um, as, as frankly a medium of sorts, um, channeling the artwork, the physical space and the vibration. And in, in some cases, um, Stevie brought ambient sound that either she composed or she um, brought into the space to sort of add an an additional element. And um, we did two performances that were private in both the spaces. And today I want to talk to her a little bit about her creative practice and her experience with the art and Let's begin. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Mm. So, so when you first came in, I invited you, and I said, you know, just go in there and, and be on your own, and mm-hmm. just, I had no expectations. Like, maybe this is going to work, maybe it's not. Yeah. Tell me, tell me what you felt. Um, I probably had a similar experience on my way here. I had no... Plan. I just came, you know, open. Um, I, I didn't know what I would experience with Shane's paintings. I'd been to um, uh, the opening night of the show, and um, so experiencing them this way, I didn't know what would come up, um, what new feelings would come up um, with the intention of connection. I mean, that's all I really had. So um, coming in here and having um, a completely empty room, um, save for the paintings and um, getting to spend spend hours with them uh, I mean it started out as um, kind of a question um, or asking how to be invited into the world of the paintings um, and having no like preconceptions of the path to get there I guess um, mm-hmm. if that makes sense so um, I came in, uh, started pacing the room, um, 
getting comfortable in my body in the space I think that's really important to me and um, I mean also spending the mornings kind of becoming a clear channel Mm -hmm. before I even got here Um, that way I could just be energetically listening Mm -hmm. Um, and so then reacquainting myself and rooting myself into the space and then you know really turning my attention to the work and um, I think I think, you know, I got very, very close to the canvases because I wanted to, as close as I could without touching them, um, until I could really sense their energy, until I I fully went away mm-hmm. and could feel the presence of the work. And um, so, like you said, it, it kind of became an energetic sensing. Um, and the way I do movement, I would call it intuitive movement. And so, you know, um, intuitively tapping into the energetic experience of them and so um they're almost like uh i would consider each piece um or this one's a triptych and so they kind of have a similar portal into another world it's just a very metaphysical experience if Mm -hmm. i allow that so um you know um going in until i feel that connection and you know this um, the w- winding that the, this work does kind of unwinding inside of me and so letting that process take pl- take place and um, so I felt a very deeply intimate connection to the work mm-hmm. and um, and like you said with a blindfold I think w- for me like seeing them with my eyes until I knew I was in existing within the world they were offering and then blindfolding so I could just be fully mm-hmm. in that experience immersed yes yeah 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 um yeah it was really interesting to watch I know with Shane's art you know like looking at it through a computer or on Instagram or you know Facebook or what have you um on a piece of paper it's so two-dimensional, and, and he his his practice, his creative practice, is very much um, quiet. It's only him. Mm. He's by himself. Um, he sort of, as he states, he dips his toes into the pond of the universe. Mm. Um, he sort of empties out himself and goes inward and, and has this dialogue with the... Um, subconscious and conscious mind he really feeds off of these memories and tries to um, bring them into this visual language Um, what's interesting about him is that when he sees color he hears sound and Shuka the soprano she hears sound and she sees spectrums of color Mm. and so for you knowing I'm a real believer in sacred space Mm. and people leaving their vibration layers I mean there's a reason why we go to see like museums and we see old master paintings and it's like okay it's just a picture but there's so much more there's an energy Mm -hmm. there's there there, it's like you're communicating um, on a deeper level yeah and I'm just a believer in that. And you, and you can see art where you go, it's dead on arrival. There's nothing there. Yes. You know, and, and Shane's work is very process-oriented. Um, 
So he leaves a huge trail to dive into. And so mm-hmm. it was super um, exciting and so much gratitude that he left the door open for you. Yes. And, I... and Shuka left her door open for you. Yeah. Because her voice, as, as she calls herself, the quantum soprano, mm. which she certainly is, um, there's so much volume mm. and energy and I mean I feel it mm-hmm. um, I'm living and sleeping and dreaming in these spaces and I feel it and after yeah. um, the performance and even after your performance I didn't tell you this I, I had an experience really here. yeah so it's it's a lot I mean mm. if, if you're if you're an open pathway mm-hmm. um, and you want to be taken on that journey on mm. a psychic level, it's available to you. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, it takes that openness in you. And I think um, that openness and also that truth in the work for that to be there. I think it requires mm-hmm. truth, um, the ability to hold your own truth and the artist when they're. Um, giving work that is true and connected universally, you know, multidimensionally, then um, that's what you can sense. It that's what creates that open, mm-hmm. that open door. And both Shuka and Shane, um, you're right. They do have that energy that's very open. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's immediately. Like, that's why being in the presence of the work, when you're in that open place, you can't, you can't ignore. Mm-hmm. the the power of it you mm-hmm. know what it what it does energetically and um, um, and again having no preconceptions in, in that was my experience it was very um, I mean it it was very transcendent experience so um, I'm, I'm grateful for that, yeah, you know, yeah, um, yeah. because it, it was an incredible way also of collaborating with Shane and Shuka without the first day either having either of them in the room, right. you know. And like you said, I mean, you saw the performance on the opening day and mm-hmm. they didn't, I had them do like an art talk after um, Shuka performed and um, they spoke about each Shane's experience hearing Shuka sing with around his paintings mm. And, you know, because as the maker, um, he always says, um, we are created, thus we create. Mm-hmm. And as the maker of the pa- those paintings, he's, he's quite comfortable with allowing them to exist. Yeah. Because I always say to him, when you see your paintings again, what do you think? Mm. And he's like, I allow them to exist. Mm. I'm, I'm onward to the next painting. I'm, I'm in the next conversation. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so it was interesting for him to experience that. Of course, Shuka, Shuka said that she got a great deal of energy from, from the work. And there's, Mm -hmm. there's quite large paintings in both rooms that are full of color. Mm -hmm. Um, Shane's got these color harmonies through the illuminated light and the veils and then the ribbons just Mm. cascading the shadow um, the perspective he's he's known to capture the eternal moment and um, you are sort of 
in the middle of it, mm-hmm. in a in a web. Mm-hmm. I, that is truly what it felt like. I mean, eternal is right. It, it it's um, to me the world that it created and the world I went into. Um, it was just very infinite, and I know. I mean, I really resonated with Shane and Shuka's speaking of quantum physics and, you know, it's everything and nothing all at once. It's um, always creating. It is always new. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, so anytime you experience the work, it's always, it's always different. It's always new. That same infinite world is um, revealing what I would call more truth, a different truth all the time, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so... Uh, yeah, on on many 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 dimensions. <laughs> I mean, I could go into them now. I would I'd actually love to go back into them now, um, into the world because uh, it spending time there. It revealed something in me. It took me through uh, some of my my own experiences, and I realized, oh, this is a world I've been in to some degree before. And um, that surprised me, uh, but again, it's it's kind of we're all connected in an, on on an energetic level and mm-hmm. in the universe, and so some of it was familiar to me. But seeing that same world that I go to, in um, in this new way, mm-hmm. and the fact that it felt um, like oh, both Shane and I have been into this world, yeah. and that's what this yeah. this work. Um, took me to so it was almost like a kindred spirit when Shane and I s- started talking and discovering yeah. that like we had a very very similar um, visual experiences years ago and um, uh, kind of to me this unraveling of DNA and the um, uh, how infinite the DNA is and how it's the origin of all and the source of all it's like it's all wrapped up in in his work and um, uh yeah, it's just so bizarre and incredible to experience that connection yeah. um, to Shane, even before I sat down with him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you didn't you didn't know that you were gonna. I was gonna ask you to do movement. You had mm-hmm. no idea, and I just called you and said, "Would you like to come to the studio and experience this?" Of course, we we had met a, a year or even longer, maybe two years. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been friends, and I've been super curious about your entire creative pac- practice. But mm-hmm. um, before we kind of leave this this part of our conversation, um, you had a great deal of emotion, especially with Shane. And I, I meant to re- mentioning to him, mentioning to you, he has a lot of presence. Mm-hmm. So don't like. Go just dive in. Mm-hmm. You know he's gonna let you go mm-hmm. he, because we were both filming you while you're performing on the second time, mm-hmm. and um, by the end you performed in both rooms, and by the end it was almost like you were crying. Mm-hmm. You know you re- you really released stuff, mm-hmm. and um, what happened at that mm-hmm. point? Do you know, or were you just so in the moment? I think that that is true, being very, very present and in the moment. Um, and I think going going through that portal and feeling such um, a familiarity with that world and um, like I've known the work before, mm-hmm. like the work 
is um, a presence that I've already known. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm, when I'm in that space and I recognize it as the world that I go, go to often, um, I, it moves me because it reminds me of like how, how deep this, this truth of existence and source is and how it echoes and echoes and echoes um, not only in me, um, but when I, I can meet a Shane in that world um, without even really knowing him, it's just so powerful. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't think of anything more beautiful about existence than that experiencing that truth mm-hmm. that something so undeniable that I can't really even put um, words to what exactly that was except it's such a rush and alignment of energy that it moves through me sometimes as tears maybe sometimes mm-hmm. as laughter you know yeah yeah in your breath um, altered quite a lot Mm. Your breath did it. I didn't. Yeah. I honestly don't yeah. didn't even yeah, notice. Your breath <laughs> was quite like you were almost out of breath. You mm. were never choking, but your breath got very heavy in certain parts. Where mm. I think you were transitioning from one state to the next. Mm. Um, not to sound overly dramatic. No, but, but yeah, your breath was definitely mm. a big, big part of it. Mm. Yeah. I'd be curious to hear. <laughs> to hear. <laughs> I've never heard the breathing part of it. Yeah. Or I'm not conscious of it, but Yeah. Um so it, it was it was quite profound mm. for sure. And I've had people say they wanna experience, they wanna they wanna be mm. they want an audience, you know. Wow. And I I don't know how you feel about that and, and that's something that we're going to continue to work on together when you return from Europe and mm. maybe in the fall we can we're going to work on an installation together and have you um, you know collaborate together and have you have your own um, performance and exhibition mm. and, and, and inquiry into what you're thinking and feeling um, observing you know, translations of being, but it's not going to be translations of being. It's going to be, you know, you mm. and, and what your discovery is as a as an artist today mm-hmm. and what the evolution of your lineage and what you're dealing with. I think that it's safe to say that we're all dealing, as the world turns so fast, mm-hmm. we've just gone through this Mercury and retrograde. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we're all dealing with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we can't deny that. Yeah, I I agree. There there is so much change. It's so fast, um, and I find, as an artist, uh, learning how to adapt and be um, grounded in that environment um, that has had to. To change right along with it and like really trying to find the tools to make sure I can stay stay grounded so that I can be that clear channel Mm -hmm. so it's been it's more challenging at sometimes than others and um, especially when I'm trying to adapt and as I'm learning and growing um, you know those roots have to go deeper and wider and you have to let them grow Mm -hmm. you know so that you can 
absorb more of that truth and mm. deliver more of that truth mm. you know um so it's i mean it's a continual process mm-hmm. so i mean how like you know the obvious question would be let's say you walk through an art gallery or an art museum and i mean do you have do you see something and you get inspired and you feel like i need to express mm-hmm. what, I, what i'm visually seeing or, or maybe you hear certain music or sound and, and you feel like I need to stretch, you know, mm-hmm. like a like a like a dancer, like mm-hmm. a ballerina, or I, I need to experience this. I mean, you must have your own um, core uh, meditation and exercise practice to keep yourself flexible and limber and yeah. and open. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. Um, I mean, even before we sat down, I was outside. Um, stretching because you know doing anything like this there's a lot of energy um, even for me being out in public um, you know anywhere I go there's so I'm so sensitive to the energy around me and especially in a city like LA there's a lot of energy around yeah. me all the time and um, so that has been a journey of, of um, kind of energetic boundaries of what I'm allowing in and who I'm allowing in mm-hmm. um, and then that is the same with inspiration. I, I think, you know, there's an openness. If I were to walk into a gallery or museum, I I'll leave space for that openness versus maybe going to the grocery store or something, yeah. you know? Um, so I think as, like, creatively, I, I've noticed, and this isn't something I, I've, I, this is something I had to learn, I think, um, from someone who is very closed off and disconnected from myself for a long time. Um, I grew up that way, and um, so this has been a journey of opening and uncovering and finding that truth in me, Um, and so movement became one of those tools Mm -hmm. that I found a lot of freedom um, uh, after being constricted for so many years. You kind of, you know, physically contort your body to, Mm -hmm. to the experience of the energy around you, and so when I, um, it makes you, you can be very, very small and hidden. Mm-hmm. which I was for a long time. So as I opened myself up more almost to handle, mm-hmm. you know, I can see why I did that because it, it, that energy, that feeling scares me because it's so much. But as I, the more I allow it and the more I move, uh, the more free that I mm-hmm. am and the more open I am to mm-hmm. that inspiration. So it, movement became a way of opening mm-hmm. before I began other creative projects honestly so Mm -hmm. I would free myself up through movement Mm -hmm. um and it really uh, it helped me push my edges Mm -hmm. um my creative edges uh to to a point to to a tipping point maybe so that I could straddle the line maybe between dimensions I don't really know but Mm -hmm. um it helped me enlarge so I could take in more Mm-hmm. and then create from that place of mm-hmm. openness. How did you know that you had this capability? Hmm. How did you know that this was even a, a, a studio practice? I, I, I don't know that I consciously... It was like a necessity. Uh-huh. I, didn't, I didn't know that I was... Um, creating a practice it just felt um this is the only way as bizarre 
as it might look. Um, this is the only, this is the way the truth has to come out. It mm. must come out. And, mm. um, and I, there's not any other medium necessarily that can channel that the same way. Yeah, um, for sure. I know you do photography, mm -hmm. you do some acting, mm -hmm. and you're also music, mm -hmm. um, and you publish music, mm -hmm. things like that. So, yeah, I mean, it definitely doesn't, it's definitely unique. Mm -hmm. But you've got to yeah. be, I know when Shane saw you, for, you know, do this movement experience, this event, he said, wow, she's, Stevie is so courageous. Mm. So courageous. Oh, wow. That's kind. <laughs> That's yeah. kind. Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, the more, the more I've lived in my truth, <laughs> um, uh, the, probably the more bizarre that seems to many, many people. And uh, that, that kind of walking through that make, does, you have to be very courageous to live in your truth. And I think... Um, I see that in Shane, Ashuka, and you. Uh, it does take an amount of courage to really be willing to express whatever that truth is, whatever it might look like. Um, and but it's it's once you start doing it, I don't. I just I could never go back to mm -hmm. to inhibiting, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. what that is. Mm -hmm. Through your your music or your acting that you do. Do you use facets of your movement to prepare yourself to perform? Yeah, actually, I think that's maybe where <laughs> where this how it became something of its own is because I utilize it so much. Mm -hmm. um, so before before I go on stage, um, and it maybe even started. I'm not a dancer. Um, I think I must have been in another life <laughs> because uh, I feel very uh, kindred, kindred spirit to dancers. But um, I, I, it's maybe began as dancing, but uh, almost maybe for the sake of convenience, I would just end up doing doing my own thing with or without music on, just to prepare and be in that energetically open space before I go on a stage and sing. And I've noticed with acting too, it very, very, very much helps me connect to what is beyond me. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I think that's very much the main, the main thing is that it's a connection mm -hmm. to that, that source. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very important and it's the only thing in our creativity, in our work, um, it, it, that our purpose is to be that connection to mm -hmm. uh, to that truth, you know. And um, I find that doing those movements in acting makes me more op open. Mm -hmm. And when you're revealing the truth of the human soul in acting, that's what you're doing. And the same thing with any expression. So it really has been complementary to every mm -hmm. medium mm -hmm. for you me. Al you also write a lot too. I right. do. Yeah. I do. Um, poetry and your thoughts and um, articulating your expression of just being here mm. day to day mm. and observing that and making a mental note as the written word. Mm. And I always really enjoy that oh. aspect <laughs> thank um, you I do that, thank come you across the social 
platforms and mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I really want to work with you more with with the written word and mm. the movement and visually what you see. I know you do some photography as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've just noticed more and more all the time how connected all of it is mm -hmm. and how it's it's all just a part of my experience of being here, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I do find writing very, <laughs> very fun, a fun way, um, another fun way to connect and, and express. Mm -hmm. um, and it has the same kind of a string connecting all of these things to me. Mm -hmm. uh, all communicating it and giving it a little bit of a different picture mm -hmm. of what uh, that truth is, that truth of what it's like for me to exist here. You know, mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> great, great. Um, there's so we're we're gonna see more of you. You're gonna go off to Europe, and you've got mm. a couple um, projects you're working on. Um, and I, I don't want to expose that. I'll, mm. <laughs> I'll just you know keep updating the listeners through social media and sharing. Mm. Um, what you're doing in the, in the coming months and things like that so we can stay stay on track to follow you and and see how you continue to express yourself and your creative practices but um as a as a learned person and educated person wise mature as a woman um i always like to share some sort of um, words of encouragement mm. to individuals. Maybe they're young, maybe they're older. Um, I think art has no age. Mm -hmm. um, there's no rules. There's no laws. Um, it's open to any any person, any mm. time, and. Um, I think that art is born within people and sometimes they have to continue to express it from a young age and sometimes after their career it, it, it uh, there's a part of that that blossoms within them and they have to get it out they've been saving themselves mm -hmm. and they have to get it out so for you who's somebody who's navigated your own self-expression based on your environment of traveling mm -hmm. or moving or things like that what kind of um, words could you share to people who are wanting to to be a part of that creative universe mm. and are maybe um, a little shy? Mm. Um, first of all, thank you for some of those kind words. Um, um, and I I resonate with the feeling shy, feeling intro introverted, feeling closed off disconnected um i lived a lot of my life that way and uh creativity helped me crack open mm -hmm. um and even when i was creating i didn't when i didn't know what i was after or maybe it was inauthentic or i was still trying to get to that um mm -hmm. to that core mm -hmm. truth of expression and i think like you said it's it Creativity is timeless. What you have inside of you is 
is timeless it is eternal it is infinite it's never gonna go away um uh, you can't age out of this or you can't be too young either to to begin to uncover and tap in and i i mean to be honest it is it is not an easy journey to Mm -hmm. your truth and to really really looking at that but um i encourage you to do it because it is the most liberating rewarding um deeply powerful thing I've ever done in my life and mm-hmm. I'm still on that journey to uncovering more and more of that because that that truth itself is infinite you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um to encourage you all out there it is possible for you um whether you feel completely uninspired or disconnected or closed off um or like it's too late all of those fears that come up that keep you from really really connecting um uh, to that truth inside of you it is there and it is all there's always an invitation um and and you can begin pulling away those layers at any time and uh and when you do you'll find that you can't help but create mm-hmm. it just it's happens a, a so you never ever oh. i never have to and i don't think anyone has to seek out inspiration it's a matter of staying open allowing everything to inspire you, every person, every object, every experience, um, to inspire you. And the more truth that you uncover, the more that inspiration, just from being alive, connects to that truth. And it's almost like this vessel that you can fill up that will itself naturally overflow into expression of some kind. Maybe you have a specific way you like to express, maybe you'll find a new way you like to express, but it's about that openness and to me um you know i I think um trusting in yourself and in that process that it is there it's nothing outside of you that you must seek you you already have that in you um so you are actually the thing you need to explore and um and then everything else outside of you helps to inform that and bring that out yeah that's a really good point um Mm. I also think that personally, because mm-hmm. I felt like this, um, if if you don't, if you have a crying need or a voice in your head that's saying, I really want to do this, but I'm afraid, I don't know how, mm-hmm. I need a mentor, I need a studio, I need this, I need that, mm-hmm. um, and really all you can do, you can go to a park. You can go in your bathroom. I know mm-hmm. when I was a little girl, I'd wait for everybody to leave, and I turned certain like atmospheric music on. And we had this long hallway, and I would turn the music really loud. They'd be gone for maybe a couple hours, and I would just do this movement. I just mm. did this thing through the hallway until they got back. And then when mm. I heard the garage door co open, I turned the music <laughs> off and you know, go do something else but it was mm. like this this craving and I didn't know what it was it was like mm. eating or breathing like I just had to do this and, and it was private mm. um, and later it developed into um, going to art school and doing performance art wow. and experimental theater and contact dancing and things like that mm. but it has eluded me and it's it, again it's speaking to me again mm. and this is probably part of the dialogue of my inquiry of 
telling Shane, I, I really want to find somebody that does movement to, to interpret your paintings mm. because I have this burning desire to do it, but I can mm. and I need to bring somebody in mm. to fulfill that legacy mm -hmm. um, for your bo this body of work, for mm. this experience, mm. this exhibition, this event. Mm. I need to bring this in mm. as um, part of our own histories. And really what I'm trying to get down to is if you don't, I feel like if you aren't accountable to your own objective of what your body and mind is telling you, mm -hmm. you're not going to evolve. Yes. And I mean, I'm a real believer in mm. reincarnation and mm -hmm. afterlife, and you're just going to come back <laughs> the same, and you've got to learn the same lesson. Yeah. So you might as well face up to it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> I mean, I haven't said that in a long time, but um, but I, I would tell myself that a lot. So mm. based on all that, mm -hmm. what would be like a couple exercises you could give somebody? So like people are listening to this and they're like, okay, yeah, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. But mm. where, like, you know, where, where, like in the shower mm. at a park mm -hmm. like like me like nobody's home and turn yeah. some music up and close your eyes lay down on a, a yoga mat mm -hmm. close your eyes just be mm -hmm. stretch listen to what your body's telling you yes what what could you recommend like a step for a person to just get to the front door oh yeah oh my this very much speaks to me, um, and a, a one passion of mine is to help equip other creators with that same freedom. So um, I have I have many that have helped me, and hopefully some of them can help help others. Um, I think everything that you suggested is is very good and very important, um, and. I think to really cultivate that sense of openness, where I began is um, by keeping a journal. Mm -hmm. And I know that's not maybe something everyone wants to hear, but to really um, uh, open up. I, I know uh, Julia Cameron, do you know her her work? Um, she has a book called The Artist's Way. Oh, okay. That... Yeah. Uh -huh. um, I, I read that when I was young. Some another artist mm -hmm. gifted that to me, and I feel fortunate that that came across my path. And in there, she has something called the morning pages, um, where you you do a dump of all of your thoughts, all of your mm -hmm. racing thoughts. And mm -hmm. I think really to get to that place of openness and to really begin to uncover your truth, you kind of have to deal with the reality of what's there, what you're facing, mm -hmm. and where all your fears live is at that at that mm -hmm. level. So. Um, this acknowledgement of that, um, I, I think, and getting in the practice of writing, it, it automatically will open you up. Um, how do you, how do you, um, and this may be a bit much to mm -hmm. ask, that's really good information. I, I read that book a long, long time ago. Mm. Um, it's a great book. It is. Um, how do you, how do you know what is your true self and what is your ego? Ooh. Yeah, that, um, I'm still learning <laughs> that. Um, I think that's a process, but I think this is this is this will be a lot, and this took me a long time to come to this work. Um, but Julia Cameron's work was kind of the first step to this, um, and 
learning what my truth was, um, I eventually realized was the thing I was after and, um, and that I didn't have. I was kind of, I was doing a lot of imitating other artists, um, creating work that wasn't really authentic to me. Um, and then in that case, I was scared of what other people would think about it and seeking all the validation from outside of myself and um, because it wasn't rooted in who I was because I didn't know what that was. So mm-hmm. what really, really changed my life um, was shadow work. Mm-hmm. And that was um, mm-hmm. conceptualized by Carl Jung and diving into that mm-hmm. and the, the concept of um, we, we are all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we are everything we love and everything we hate Mm -hmm. and we get to choose between those and that's our our free will and um, to me really facing that and um, paying attention to what what um, traits I I tried to distance myself from uh, most because I I'm I'm most I'm most afraid of being identified with certain aspects Mm -hmm. and um, really looking at those and finding why why am I afraid of that Mm -hmm. Um, acknowledging that that is a part of me it's something I like really dealing with fear and shame, I mm-hmm. think, mm-hmm. helped me. That that your truth is on the other side of every every fear you have and all the shame you have. It's it holds all of your truth and it holds a huge gift, um, especially as an artist. But I think just as a human, it holds um, it holds so much. It holds it held all those missing pieces to me. So when I came across that, it was just the right timing for me, and I dove in, and um, I have I have not been the same person since then or the same creator since mm. then um it entirely changed everything for me um that's great mm. that's so really i would great. recommend that's it's a lot to dive into and it's kind of a lifetime practice mm. yeah. of integrating all of those things but um uh so then you have a, a nice gentle ease with julia cameron and then like a heavy hitter um which is Carl Jung shadow work and to recommend another book I guess it would be The Dark Side of the Light Chasers this woman Debbie Ford did an incredible job at giving really practical exercises um, to dive into shadow work Mm. so I'm going through a lot of that Um, I think I started about five years ago with that process so uh, yeah (laughs) thank you so much for sharing all this yeah it's my my joy my honor oh thank you Mm. Well, it's a great pleasure to speak to you today. You too. And um, thank you so much for collaborating with us mm. um, at Alito and with um, this work. And I really look forward to doing another project with you. You too. <laughs> and um, and it's, it's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm really very, very excited. Mm. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah. Um,